Marty Griffin. Got a letter. Um, man, I was torn up early this morning, man. I'm going to... When you have cancer, um, you end up being part of a family in this... A family of uh, a cancer patients, actually. Cancer survivors. There's a guy that I'm not going to name right now, but... He's been listening. He's in his 40s. and He's one of my favorite listeners. Hard work and operates heavy machinery. I don't want to name him right now. But I hadn't heard from him in a while. And he said his, um, his wife died from cancer. And she's the love of his life and he can't go on. And he's in grief counseling. It's hard to even start to wrap my arms around the, the depth and the gravity of losing the most significant person you've ever known to cancer. And you're in your 40s. And he did, and he's thought about killing himself, and uh, he's trying to work through it. I'm trying to help him. Kind of gives you, I'm showing this to my wife at 5 a.m. this morning. and thinking, God, what can I do? And when you've had cancer and when you fought this fight and you won, you feel a little bit, like, selfish <laughs> for being happy or alive because, man, it's hell. It's, it's just hell for people. And one of my a favorite people who I've known, man, I mean, it has to be close to 20 years. And she's one of my favorite people because she gives a damn. We met when I started doing Get Marty more than 10 years ago, and, and man, we fought some fights together because she's compassionate, and she's a fighter and gets it. And she's a woman in a man's world, and she's still a leader in that craziness. Uh, State Center, Senate Majority Leader uh, Kim Ward, who uh, knows this cancer fight, Personally, good morning, Kim. How are you? Hey, good morning, Marty. I'm 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 doing swimmingly. I'm very sorry to hear about uh, that young gentleman. That is uh, the one thing that really affects me. The you know I'm 65, um, and I think when I see these younger folks, it it breaks. It is it is heart heartbreaking to see them have to fight like that and to have you know to worry about this for the next 50 years. Hopefully that they that they live when they get that they get this diagnosis and it's uh it's difficult the kids are really 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 difficult i see some of these young these old babies you know and they don't have any hair and they're on chemo and i think how how strong and how do they do that i mean the parents the child it's you are right and it is especially hard with the with the younger folks it's especially hard to see yeah you've been in there and, and you know when i used to go to hillman and i heck i was there monday and um you see folks that are dying and you can't wrap your arms around it. I mean, it changes the way you think about your life, doesn't it, Senator? It does. And, you know, you think of what you felt like when you first got that diagnosis. You're like, oh, are you kidding me? I'm healthy. What, how did that happen? You feel like your body left you down, right? But then you went through your treatments and you did everything and you caught early and you're doing fine. And I look at these folks that had to face and are facing of such a tougher time. They got that same kind of diagnosis. They had those same, are you kidding me feelings? And their path wasn't um, the same as ours. And it, it is, uh, I can't imagine. And I just think those people are immensely strong, immensely. Kim Moore joining me, a Senate Majority Leader. But most of all, she's been a friend of mine since, uh, heck man, since I started doing this stuff almost 20 years ago. Hey. Tell our listeners who might just be checking in on your life what you went through and where you are right now. Okay. So 
last November, just a, a few weeks after my uh, I was elected the first female majority leader in Pennsylvania, I uh, I had my mammogram. And I was late because of COVID, but I'm really glad that I went, and I encourage everyone, please go. So um, I had my mammogram. They called me and said, we, we need to do more. We need to go, and uh, we need to do a diagnostic mammogram. And, um, you know, the investigator that I am, all I did was get online and search and find out everything I could. And I went for my diagnostic mammogram about a week or so later, and I said to the doctor, after they did it, can I see the film? And she showed me the film, and I knew immediately what it was because I had I could felt like I could treat this, <laughs> um, all the reading that I did. And I said, uh, oh, that's DCIS, and it looks like one of them broke out. And she said, yes. So um, uh, we did the biopsy that day, and it came back probably about three or four days later. And uh, she called me, but we are, you know, I already knew. And... I, I immediately, I hung up the phone and called a surgeon friend of mine, Dr. Bucci in Latrobe, and I said, uh, I, have, I have breast cancer and I need this to get out of me. <laughs> and he said, I'll have it out in, I'll have it out in a week. Um, so we were in by the end of the next week, on the 18th of December, we, we had a lumpectomy and my margins were clear and there was nothing in my lymph nodes. Um, but when you get that diagnosis, you go through a lot of testing between the diagnosis and when you actually get the surgery. So that week was a crazy week. MRAIs are planting, you know, seeds so that they can see where to go, all kind of things. Um, and um, so then I went down to uh, McGee and saw Dr. Emmons. And she said, you know, and, and the mass was small, so it didn't really meet the specifications to send away to see if there was a high recurrence rate. She said, I just have a feeling, so I'm, I'm going to get it done. And they probably had to fight with the insurance company, but they got it done, and it came back a high recurrence rate, that it would likely come back. So, you know, she wanted, I had to go get more testing. I had, you know, more scans and more things to make sure that it didn't go anywhere else, and it didn't. Um, she said, I want you to go. I want you to take four treatments of um, a, a, a chemo drug. And I said, okay. And then another doctor was like, I don't know that you need to take that chemo drug. I'm, like, I'm going to take it. I need to take it. So I started chemo. And you know, Marty, my first day there, Marty, I just want the audience to know, he's known since my first chemo was February 4th mm. because I accidentally pushed a button and I was on his phone <laughs> and I didn't know. So I appreciate you not telling anyone I decided not to. So I did, um, I did four treatments of that. I was terrified. Uh, but, you know, you just should stay off of Google for anyone who's afraid to go get a test. Just go get it. I did not get sick. Um, I did something called cold capping, and I kept my hair. Um, and the only reason I really wanted to do that is because you don't, when you get cancer, you're like, this doesn't even feel like me. So the hair, you know, is like some normalcy, right? Some normalcy. You, you get you get to keep your hair. And um, I didn't get sick. I did fine. I never missed any work. Um, and, you know, they, they give you things to handle all of that terrible things you read about chemo. And I'm sure that some drugs are probably worse and you may get sick anyway. But so I took four treatments of that. I continued working. Um, during, after my first treatment, Dr. Evans out in um, the Latrobe Greensburg area, who is who works with UPMC, um, he said, 
I'm going to send us away for a BRCA gene test. And that, that gene is, it's a hereditary gene that gives you a greater chance. Like a, I had a 69% chance of getting breast cancer. They call that some, the Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Uh, hey, can you hang? Uh, Senator, hold on for a minute, yep. all right? Yep. There's so much more to this. It's so important that women out there listen and men listen and understand early detection and understand the significance of what she's trying to say. State Senator Kim Ward joining me. The first female majority leader in Pennsylvania history. Love it. She's had two major surgeries. Senator Ward, so folks know you had two major surgeries, did you not? Well, I, I had the double mastectomy, and then I, because of that BRCA gene, um, I got, I had all of my uh, my uterus and uh, my ovaries, fallopian tube, cervix. I had everything ripped out. Wow. I, I should have lost 50 pounds, right? <laughs> wow. Okay, Senator, <laughs> Senator, honestly, you have an amazing attitude. Every picture you're with kids or friends or family or other leaders, you're always positive. How do you do it through all this pain? Well, it's, uh, you know, you have uh, support and you just keep moving forward and, and, and uh, believing everything is, will be okay. And, you know, in my case, and I'm going to stress this to anyone, uh, especially these women listening, um, I was so fortunate. You know, I have my mammograms every year. Last year was a little late, as I said, but, um, you know, I'm so fortunate to find it early. And I just kept thinking, oh, man, I'm going through a lot of stuff uh, for early, to, you know, have such early breast cancer. But, you know, I know that that's, that, that that's the best thing to do is just be aggressive, go forward, do it, and, you know, it, it, hopefully it doesn't come back. And I want women to know that when they find this early, like they found mine, when they find this early, you have uh, a 98, 99% chance it's not coming back. Um, you know, there's, it, when it's very, very early. So don't be afraid. Get your mammogram. If you can't, if you don't have the money and you don't have the insurance, um, call the Pennsylvania Breast Cancer Coalition. Call, we, people will help you. It's, I just can't tell you. If I would have waited a year, I wouldn't have been stage one anymore, right? I would have been another stage, which is still early, um, as long as it's, you know, it's, 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 it's still early, but mine was really early. Um, so if you get that mammogram every year, that is your best opportunity to catch this. And if you have a relative, a meaning like a mom, an aunt, a sister, someone that has breast cancer, make sure you ask for that BRCA gene blood test. Make sure you ask because it affects your, it can affect your boys. They will have a 30% greater chance of getting prostate cancer. Wow. So you could start early screening. There's a lot in this and it's important that you get your mammograms and that you do the full array of tests. And just listen to your doctor. Some people say, I'm not going to do that. Right. I'm not going to do that chemo. Do it. Listen to your doctor. Hey, it's why you have this uh, partnership, right, with the PA Breast Cancer Coalition and why you're doing yeah. the PSAs with them because now you know and yeah. now you and others to know the same thing so they live through this. Correct. And, you know, I think I have a big, I have a big megaphone with my physician, so... Uh, I'm going to use it to help as many people as I can, just like you, Marty. I'm a big fan. You know, I love you. And I love you, too. And does it give you an uh, it, it gave me a better appreciation for some of the things I didn't appreciate before, if you know what I'm saying. How about you? Oh, absolutely. It's you know, I, I see my grandkids. All I could think about 
when when I got this diagnosis is my kid, my grandkids aren't going to remember me. Mm. You know, because immediately you think you're going to die, right? Mm. Immediately, you go into that dark spot. Yep. Um, so I just, uh, yeah, I, I say it all the time. I'm going to do almost as long as I don't break the law. <laughs> what I want, I mean, live your life. Just live your life. Uh, it's it's important. It goes by real fast, as that one country song says. You got that right, sister. Senator, you know, yeah. anything you need, I'm here, all right? Okay. Senator Thanks Moore. Thank you're, you. You're the best. Thank you.